Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports. I'm your host, Matt Pierce, at mpierce6 on Twitter, and today we're going to be talking a little sports because it's the MLB All-Star break. We're going to take a look at how we did on our over-under predictions or how they're doing so far, and when I'm talking sports, you know I'm talking to my buddy Craig Needles. How's it going, buddy? Very good. How are you? Oh, great. Now, we were, but... You had a rather eventful day today. And, yeah, a big day at work. Yeah, and I'm just going to let you go ahead and say whatever you want to say about this because I don't know what's what kosher. Say, so. I, I don't want to get too far into it because obviously yeah. we're, we're still before the courts and the whole thing. Yeah, but we I will were, say that this has of like it has made me personally very happy. <laughs> we so. were the first media outlet to have that Ryan O'Reilly, now the Buffalo Sabres, have been charged with impaired driving following an incident at a Tim Hortons in Lucan, which is like 15 minutes north of London or so. Uh, according to the OPP in Middlesex County, a green Chevy pickup truck, one that you can see on O'Reilly's Instagram account, or at least it, one that looks like the one that you can see on O'Reilly. O'Reilly's. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, it's described as an old-style pickup truck by yeah. police that have talked to us off the record. Uh, was in a Tim Hortons parking lot uh, early in the morning around uh, 4 on a Thursday. Uh, the vehicle uh, struck the Tim Hortons building, which has uh, since had a uh, boarded-up window because of this. Uh, eventually, the vehicle left the scene, according to the police, and then they uh, found the vehicle, didn't find there were two people inside, found them eventually. The vehicle in question was registered to Ryan O'Reilly, and they have uh, since arrested two people. Ryan O'Reilly now facing... Uh, multiple charges um, following this incident. Um, he is charged with um, or failing to remain at the scene under the Highway Traffic Act, which is a serious charge, and driving motor vehicle while ability impaired and uh, care or control over 80 milligrams. So uh, significant legal charges for Ryan O'Reilly. He's obviously extremely lucky that he didn't seriously hurt somebody. That, needless to say, could have easily happened. Yes, like it's 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 okay for for me to sit here and and kind of laugh about it, but at at the end it of the day, it could have been a very very different story. It could have been it's a very different story. It's going to be a punchline for a lot of people. Yeah, and the reason it's going to be a punchline is obviously nothing horrible happened. But the only thing that you know, obviously, if if what the police allege here is true, the only thing that stopped something horrible happening was 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 luck. Yeah. It's just a crazy story, though. And uh, as a fan of the Colorado Avalanche, a team that O'Reilly kind of dicked around for two years, would you say? I think that was a little bit of a two-way street. It was a two-way street, but you know, but both both parties were complicit in um, the douchebaggery, I would say. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, it's your problem now, Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> This one's not. This one does not go on the Colorado resume. This one. So, I have uh, no idea how this is going to turn out legally. One would think there. I don't know. Maybe there's a plea deal. I don't know how it's going to turn. How it's going to impact O'Reilly's future. But obviously, it's a it's an optimal situation for him and O'Reilly, uh, for the Sabers rather, and O'Reilly at the very least. How much did he sign for? A week uh, ago. A week seven ago. Seven years, fifty-two and a half million dollars, less than two weeks ago. Oh my God. Oh, I love it so much. It, it almost makes me forget that horrible Boshaman <laughs> contract signing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, like, 
this might have an impact. This may have no impact at all, I suppose. We'll That's see. true. We'll have to wait and see. Interesting, interesting times ahead. It's, it's not yeah. a good way for O'Reilly to introduce himself to the Buffalo market. By no. Time. And it happened in Canada, which is... That is... Sad, sad to say, very different than if this had happened a few he, miles south. You know, way, way for him that it ha- uh, worse for him, excuse me, that it happened uh, on, on our side of the border. Yeah. And uh, like O'Reilly's uh, was born in Clinton. His parents live uh, not too far from there. Um, he lives, I believe, in, in, in Zurich or somewhere near there, just in Blue Water County uh, or Blue Water is like the, the name of the municipality. So um, that's he was just obviously where he spends his summers. So that, that's what his deal is. My God. Hell of a thing. Hell of a thing. Yeah, well, it, it was um, a lengthy day in the AM 80 newsroom to confirm this up because the reality is that this sort of thing, the police, they weren't confirming to anyone that this was Ryan O'Reilly, the hockey player. Yeah. They were saying someone named Ryan O'Reilly was charged. We kind of had to do the rest of the leg with ourselves. So. Yeah. And, you know, you, no one can blame them for. No, no, no. Yeah. That's, I, job, I, understand, so. I understand entirely why uh, that, that the way that's the way this had to happen entirely. Segwaying off of that, unless you got, do you have anything you want to add to? to Nothing else I want to add to that. There's not a lot else to say. Uh, AM980.ca is where it's posted, and our link's been shared all over the place. Uh, Deadspin, Yahoo's Puck Daddy blog, it's it's all over the place. Yeah, Wyshynski uh, was picking that up and w- was quoting you. That's congratulations on that, Greg Brig Yeah, kind of cool. One, I guess. Of, one of my heroes, and and he he had your name and in his blog and his podcast with Jeff Merrick, huge influence on 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 me starting this podcast and trying to get into into this just medium um that said like i said segueing off of that let's uh, talk a little baseball sure um is uh you know one of our more popular ones and if you followed our advice on you're looking pretty good now a couple of the other ones uh, i'm gonna take a personal you know upset about the seattle mariners but uh Getting into this, if you start, we'll, we'll just in alphabetical order by team here. Sure. Maybe uh, we'll we'll wait to bitch about the our team, the Blue Jays, at the end. So if you want to hear some Blue Jays talk, I'll tell you where to skip to in the uh, in the front. Um, the Arizona Diamondbacks opened up their season at seventy one and a half, and a little over halfway through the point, they have forty two wins. Kind of feels like they're good for uh, for twenty nine the rest of the way here, right? Yeah, they uh, seventy one and a half, so they need another thirty wins to get there. Uh, we said the under, like that one could go either way. I like they're 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 really playing above their heads is the thing right now. So yeah, they are. But Goldschmidt's still so. Leaping good. Looking at it this way, they played what? Uh, they played 88 games, so they have uh, uh, 74 left. They can go 30 and 20. They can go uh, 30 and 44 and still get it. So it could go either way. This this one could go either way. We said if you were going to do it, you bet the under. If you bet the under, you're probably a little nervous right now. But at the end of the day, we weren't. But we did say the under. So if you took our advice on that one. Yeah, you're gonna have to sweat it the rest of the way. No one ever said it was easy, right? Um, the Atlanta Braves, another uh, funky team, pretty much in the same boat. They had 42 wins, 
their over-under, though, is was 73.5. We suggested the under. Um, they would need another 32 wins over the course of the rest of the season. I'm going to go yeah, ahead and... Three games left for them. They need 32 wins, so... They're having just lost their closer with a rupture. Did you see that, by the way? I that, have not seen it yet. I that really play, it was pretty brutal. Because, like, anytime the Achilles is one of those weird things. The Achilles injury always looks the worst. And when it happens to, you know, players in any medium, because it usually happens to, you see it a lot with football players and stuff, they always just crumble. And Grilly, like, put his, because uh, it happened at first, right, when he was making a play uh, at first. And he just put his foot on the bag, and then his body just, like, folded like an accordion. It was crazy. And then they had to, like, help him off the field. Oh, it was it was, it was pretty brutal and upsetting because he's been fantastic so far this season. Right. He's been very good. Um, having lost that closer and the fact that I'll bet Atlanta is about to trade a bunch of their guys. Yeah. Um, probably, you probably like the under so far. I think, if, is, I think if you could pick one to have, you would want the under. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The NL East isn't particularly good. No, that's true. They got a lot of games left against uh, Miami, who we'll get to later, but they were a World Series favorite for some teams. And Yeah, I screwed that one up. We'll, uh, we'll talk to Miami when we get to them. Who's next? Yeah. Um, Baltimore Orioles. 82 and a half. We had this personally as a stay away we didn't like the odds on it because i think to take the over you had to pay a, like a minus 140 vig right. so we had this as a stay away uh they're probably gonna get to the over i don't like they're sitting at 500 now they go 500 in the second half and yeah they're and they're there uh they need another 36 wins to get there doable uh, sorry 37 wins to get there that's doable but like they have to go 37 and 35 the rest of the way. Yeah. The AL East, though, man, like, it's just weird. So weird. What a weird division. Um, speaking of the weird division, here's one of our potential oopsies. We didn't have it in big flashing lights that people, uh, like, did another AL East team, the Boston Red Sox. They were at 86 and a half. We both liked the over. They're sitting at 42 and 47. They would need 45 wins the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, uh, you, that's going to be tough, obviously. If you have the over, you certainly don't like it. No, you're, you're not dead, though. You're not. Yeah, you're not dead in the water. Um, although you're probably worried because Buckholz just left last game with, I believe they were saying forearm stuff. And they found the forearm comes into play you start to get nervous about tommy john so they need 45 wins down the stretch here yes they need 45 wins the rest of the way against a division that anybody can get a win against anybody on any given day because they're all ridiculous ridiculous baseball teams yeah oh man so uh, they've got to go 45 and 28 yeah i don't yes. think like you know I I think that's very unlikely. I I would say I would say we probably missed this if if you have the over. I did not bet the over on the Red Sox. We said if you were going to, or at least I did. Um, I said take the over because I thought they. I remember at the beginning of the season I picked the Red Sox to win the AL East. So did I. Um, one would think that's not going to happen, but it's not completely out of the cards. They're only six no, games back with them. Them hitting their, they may win the AL East and not hit their over. 
that's definitely on the table. Yeah. Like like to win the AL East, they may have to they may have to win eighty five game or eighty four games. Eighty four, yeah, eighty four might win the AL East. You know, it's it's possible. I don't know if it's likely, but it's possible. Yeah, certainly is. Uh, Boston, they're starting to get their hitters are starting to come around though, because Pop Big Poppy started slow, and everybody was doing the usual, especially fantasy owners, right? Were doing the usual. What do we do with Big Poppy? Did he finally get old? Does he suck now? Do we abandon him? And and he's you know been on a tear with the home runs over the last few weeks, right? Um, Who's next? Chicago Cubs, which was one of my five-star specials. I loved the Cubs over. The Cubs were at 82 and a half. They are sitting at 47 wins. Um, I think we're going to get there on this one. This was one of my silver star specials, whatever. It wasn't one of my big three, but it was one. Of, I had a big three and a big five. It was one of my big five for the Cubs uh, over 82 and a half wins. They are sitting in at 47 and 40. So, so they just need 36 wins the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, they, and they, 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 they've got to play 466 baseball. Uh, yeah. Feels like and they can do that. And they've still got a couple of trades to make. Um, right. Assuming, that's the, assuming they want to push chips into the center this time around. The only well, reason why they may not. Yeah. Is it depends on the type of player they're getting back. Like if they if they want to do Hamels and maybe, yeah. But the only reason they may not push the chips into the center is for rental guys because you look at it and you think to yourself, yeah, you know we've got a good team, but we're probably not catching Pittsburgh and we're probably not catching St. Louis. Yeah. Well, so our I, maybe we catch one, but not both. So their best 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 case scenario is one game playoff. Yeah. And. It's just hard to justify trading, uh, despite the fact that they have an insane amount of futures, trading futures for the one-game playoff. But maybe they do. We'll see. That's true. But the, the one bullet that they do have to fire is um, – I can't remember the name of their sh- – uh, who's their shortstop right now? The, oh, uh, Castro. Yes, Castro. I don't know how much value Castro has right now. Yeah, that's the they, thing. He's owed some money. We may and, find that out. He hasn't been – like two of the last three years, he hasn't been very good. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. If, if, if they're dealing someone, I think they might want to deal Castro, but I don't think that's going to be... Well, I think they definitely want to because they've got to get Addison Russell playing shortstop. Right. Yeah, I think, so. that, I, think, I think that that's what they'd like to do. I just don't know if the option's going to be there because of the money he's owed. I, I don't know if that's an in-season deal. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah, you might be right. But that, that is a bullet that they technically have to fire um, should they so choose. Uh, next on the docket was one of my gold star... Ones I mentioned the silver star. This is one of my gold star ones. The Chicago White Sox. Um, I had them at under. Love them. They were one of my big three bets. I they were at eighty two and a half. I love the under. They're sitting at forty one and forty five. So they would need to go forty two wins. So they would basically need to pretty much play what they've been doing the re- the rest of the way and. Well, they'd have to outperform the, uh, what they're doing the rest of the way, wouldn't they? They'd have to play above 500 ball for the rest of the season in order to. It's just not a good baseball team. No, it's really and not. And they're going to start losing parts before anything else really happens. So. Yeah, and a lot of it was boosted, and this sucks to say, but their numbers were boosted by a four-game series that they just had with our Toronto <laughs> Blue Jays. It, yeah. Like they, they they should be missing probably two wins off the off of this forty one win season that they have right now, but 
unfortunately, that's not the case. They got the Blue Jays. I still love the under on that one. I think we're going to get there on the White Sox. So. Oh yeah. Oh, I I I understand they they've had a nice like they're seven and three in the last ten, but uh, I I just don't think the team's good, and I think it's going to get worse because major league players are going to be off the roster, and non-major leaguers are going to come in. Now, here's another one that's going to be super close, but the second part right after them of my big three uh, was the Cincinnati Reds. I had the under on the Cincinnati Reds at 77 and a half. They're sitting at 39 wins right now. So they need another 39 wins with half a season left. So they're going to have to play above 500 ball the rest of the way in order to clip us on this particular bet. Um, I think that's a really good bet. I think that they're going to be without Johnny Cueto. Soon and after. that's that's the thing, right? If if you if you have the under, this was one of my big three. And yeah, I, I, if I I have it right now, and if you're with me right now, you're loving it because they're trading Cueto in yeah two or three weeks. And there might be other guys that are on their way out too. We'll see. Yeah, I think I think yeah. If you if you have it, you're you're loving it. And the only thing you're really fearing is the young guys getting called like the, the young guys call up going nuts in like the back half of the, like w- winning like eight to 10 at the end of the season and just getting one game over or something like that. But other than that, I think two out of my three big ones uh, that we've got to so far, I'm, I'm, I'm loving what I have so far. Uh, the Cleveland Indians. Uh, we both like the over at 84 and a half. We, Really liked what they did in the offseason. We liked that they had a couple of prospects to call up. We like we knew Francisco Lindor was coming up uh, early in the season. He didn't come up as early as the two of us thought he did, but he came up. He has remarkably improved their defense, but he has not done so well with the bat. It's been kind of average. Uh, the over was 84 and a half. They are sitting at 42 and 46 right now, so they need – 43 more wins the rest of the season in order to get there. They have turned their shit around, though, over the last month, I'd say. Yeah, they've been better. I still wouldn't uh, – I, I still don't think they're a particularly good team. No? Yeah, so you, you think we missed on this one? This might be uh, the- yeah, like Kemp just did better than I thought he would. I think I specifically said that I didn't think Kemp was going to have a good year on that podcast. But I just, I, I think we missed it. I don't, th- I think there's some holes in the lineup. And while the pitching has been a bit, bit better lately, um, they started off so slow that like, right, like, and not were- quite good enough to make me think that they're going to have a really, really hot stretch here in order to. Uh, yeah, they would need, they would need like 13 wins and 15 games type of run. Yeah. In order for me to get really excited, because I think I do have, they weren't one of my big, big guys that I placed a lot of money on, but um, I think I picked them to make the playoffs on the wild card. But uh, I'm, uh, I'll look it up right now because I have who we picked right here in front of me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I just, I just, I just don't see it happening. I just, I yeah. think there are too many problems with the team. And I think this is another team that there might be some guys removed from before long. So we'll see. Yeah, it's possible. Um, they're a tough division. Yeah, moving away from then. Yeah, I think that was why we didn't like them because, like, remember all the hype they because they were the hype team at the beginning of certainly one of them. Yeah, yeah. The the two hype teams were Cleveland and Miami, and 
Not not going well for either of them. Not going well for either of them. Uh, I did have the Indians in the playoffs, by the way. You had them as uh, one of the wild cards in the AL. Yeah, I thought so. I knew there was no way I picked them to uh, win the Central because I loved Kansas City. So, <laughs> But I did think that the Indians were going to be good enough to make the playoffs. Um, next on the docket, um, Colorado Rockies. We had them as a massive stay away. Because we didn't like, because there was like a minus 140 VIG on the under. Yeah. At Because the only thing we would think about betting on, I remember this conversation, we said the only thing we would bet on Colorado at uh, over or under 71 and a half would be the under. And the under had like a minus 140 VIG or something. So we, we had Colorado as a stay away. And if you stayed away, you're probably laughing because they had 39 wins right now. And at 71 and a half, that could go either way. Yeah. Uh, like Colorado could get 32 wins the rest of the way, right? Or 30, 33 wins the rest of the way. Yeah, I, I suppose it's it's possible. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think if you have big money on Colorado, you're feeling great about either of those, you know? No. They've got 74 games left. And what did you say they need wins-wise? 33 to hit the to hit the over. Yeah. Uh, like if, if for them to hit that, they have to play 445 ball the rest of the year, and that's pretty much where they're at right now. So, yeah. um, I, I I wouldn't. Well, that's that's one you're probably going to be thinking about in the last week of September if you have a lot of money. Yeah, if you bet, that's why I'm I'm glad we had we had that marked as a stay away, and I'm glad because that looks like it's going to be a sweat down to the last week. Uh, the Detroit Tigers, my uh, AL we, World Series pick. Yeah, your AL World Series pick. We both had them as overs. We both loved the over at eighty four and a half, um, which is still gettable. Uh, it's they're yeah. five hundred. Like they've just got to, you know. Forty-one like, win, yeah. Forty-one wins the rest of the way is not yeah. impossible for this particular team. Although uh, the rotation has looked and Cabrera getting hurt obviously is yeah. not optimal. Miguel or Miguel, Miguel. really? <laughs> That's right. I went there. Miguel Cabrera, freaking uh, out for not, what another month with that hamstring injury, something like that. And uh, Verlander, Mike, like what a just what a disappointment. Pardon? It's just pretty unbelievable that... Uh, and just upsetting, you know? Like how he was, bad he got so quick. Yeah, and he was so awesome to watch. And he's just he has too many miles on that arm. Yeah. And how many innings could they have saved if in the five years they had they to put a couple of guys in that bullpen, they were just able to do it? Ah, it's so, so many ways. If I was a Tigers fan, I'd be pulling yeah, my they, hair. they did waste what should have been... A, like. They had the best pitcher and the best hitter in baseball for like what three years span there. Yeah, and like they had some nice years, but they, that bullpen like always kind of wrecked it. So they should have one World Series in there somewhere at yeah, least, and the, the bullpen always wrecked it. And the bullpen really wrecked it in that uh, series against the Red Sox a few years ago. Yeah, well, when they, that they ridiculous all... Red Sox team won the World Series, they had Scherzer for a while too. Yeah. Like it's just oh, they had the two. They had the, uh, arguably the two of the top five, maybe even top three pitchers in baseball for two or three years, plus the best hitter in baseball, and, and never made the World Series. Yeah, they got they never, had, now they had a huge spending advantage on the other teams in their division. I think that Dombrowski has to answer some questions about his drafting. Yes, 
but that's that. Well, we'll we can break down the Tigers uh, a little later on. Yeah. Um. Next, a team that we both loved on paper, but we didn't love paying a minus forty vig on the over. And maybe we should have, because they're definitely going to get there. The Houston Astros Ugh. sitting at 49 wins. Their over-under was 75 and a half. So they need 76 wins. They need, they need 26 wins. Yeah. 26. 26. I love it. I love this team. Feels and like been, that is likely to happen. They are going to, unless they fall apart in fantastic you know, Houston Astros they have to set some records for post also break utility. Yeah, in order to get there, we just we stayed away. Like the, it was a minus one forty for the over. I wish we paid the big on that one because you'd be laughing right now. But you, you can't pay minus one forty at the beginning of the season for the Houston Astros. You just can't. So I'm not going to apologize for having this one as a stay away. But if you were able to sack up and pay the one forty vig on the Houston Astros, you're laughing right now. Because uh, they are going to get there, and they don't show any signs of slowing down. And this team has been so good to me in fantasy. I love watching them. They've been a like league pass team for me all year. Um, love, love, love everything about the Houston Astros. They have to play three sixty-six ball down the stretch. Oh my god, not to win. Yeah, and like they're still winning, and George Springer's out for another month. They're like it, they're going to add George Springer to this lineup, which is knocking the crap out of the ball. They brought uh, my personal hero, Carlos Correa, up a month and a half. Oh, into this well. Month and a half up into the season. Um, one of the all-time – I know nobody likes fantasy uh, sports talk, but one of the all-time great pickups or ad drops is going to be me dropping Didi Gregorius for Carlos Correa. I'm, I'm trying to remember who told you to do that. I forget who yeah, I don't know. Some some mildly – in uh, you know, some – marvelously intelligent person mentioned yeah. it to me in a text message saying, Hey, you should probably do that. I don't remember exactly who it was, but it's not important. What's important is you did. It. <laughs> exactly. Um, what I also did was bet a lot of money on the next team we have. And if you liked having the can, the Houston Astros over, you're going to love, love, love having the Kansas city Royals over right now. 80 and a half. They have 52 wins. Best record in the major leagues, or sorry, third best record in the majors, best record in the uh, American League is what I meant to say. Um, they need 20, what is this, 20, 29, I'm so excited right now, I can't even add. They need 29 wins. 29 the rest of the way. It's so ridiculous. For them to not get it, they would get 28 wins, 28, and six. what kind of baseball they have to play to not get this? They have to play 368 baseball down the stretch for someone to not win that bet. Oh, my God. And that there's absolutely no chance that happens, especially with their bullpen. Like, let's let's a, just quantify that this way. That may, that may sound like, oh, maybe that could happen hypothetically. The, they would have to play worse than every major league team, assuming you don't count the Phillies as a major league team. Oh, my God. Which, they could play Phillies-level baseball down the stretch. And you'd still be alive in the last week and a half of the season. Oh my god, I love this. This was one of my other three. Um, th uh, this was one of my big three. This was my number one bet, actually. I would say my like the one with the gold star. But uh, the three team teaser I did was the White Sox, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. So I'm loving having that t uh, three team teaser right now. But I made a lot of bets 
that involve having Kansas City over 80 and a half game. I can't believe it was 80 and a half. And I said that on that pod we did two or three months ago. I couldn't believe it was 80 and a half. Yep. It was ridiculous. Well, because everyone thought that they had, like, they were just winning because of that bullpen. And well, if the idea was the bullpen isn't going to be as good this year and they lost Shields. And that's yeah. why the team will be worse. And keep in mind that in the regular season, it wasn't a particularly good team. I understand why the line was where it was. But I think it was pretty obvious to see that they'd be able to play good enough defense to be a better team. And that maybe some of the flashes of really good hitting we saw down the stretch last year were legit. The guys that were supposed to hit when they came up through the minors, Austin and Stockers mostly. And that's exactly what's happened. They, they built their team in an interesting way, which was, Guys who make contact with the ball and guys who play really good defense—it's worked out. Team of all stars too. I mean, you got—they're just—that—that's an entire team of all stars. So. And the thing about that is, yeah, it got a little bit silly, but the guys who wound up getting voted in all did deserve to be there. Like, yeah, Omar and Fonte stuff is a little bit silly, but there's no reason not to have Alex Gordon get voted in that game. There's no reason not to have Lorenzo Cain, who's been awesome. Get voted into oh, it's that. been fantastic. Except uh, for that one journey. Salvador yeah. Perez, same thing. Like you yeah. could argue that Martin has been better than Perez, but uh, it, it's it's close either way. So it's not mm-hmm. like it's it, it's not like it was completely and totally farcical to have those guys voted in. Yeah, just uh, other than the fact that they they beat the Jays yesterday in probably the stupidest baseball game that has ever been played. But, yeah, uh, yeah, you can't have ten unearned run or eleven unearned runs uh, between the two teams. That'd be kind of silly. Yeah, just ridiculous. What a dumb game. We, you know, we'll bitch about that game when we get to the Toronto Blue Jays. Sure. Um, next up, the Los Angeles Angels, uh, eighty-eight and a half. We had this as a stay away. Uh, it didn't look like a good bet. Like no, well, there was a vig. No? I, I think the vig was minus one thirty on the over, so that was why we didn't like it. Um, now it's th- like a better bet than it used to, though. Oh yeah, it definitely does. Um, eighty-eight and a half. They got forty-eight wins, so they need forty-one wins the rest of the way. Uh, one would think that they would be able to get there, and they're currently they in a play dog. Five fifty baseball the rest of the way, and they played five forty-five baseball in the front end of the season. So they're yeah. barely better than what they've been to start here. I see no reason why they won't be. And. You know, and their rotation is coming along too. Like Hector Santiago has been fantastic. Very good. Andrew Heaney, um, who's a guy that a lot of people thought should have been in the rotation at the start of the season. Yeah. Um, is finally in there pitching very, very well. Yeah, and they're going to be in a dogfight with the uh, Strohs the whole way too. So both of these teams are going to keep winning. I'm, I'm not sure about that. I, I think the Strohs are definitely going to hit that over. Yeah. But I think that we're going to see the Angels really separate themselves here pretty quick. Yeah, you know what? They probably will. I, I... They used in. I'm just wondering because if they if they can kind of stay the course and then get uh, George Springer back, they might start making a little noise. I don't know. But. Yeah, they'll be able to. I think that their non-Dallas Keuchel pitching all of a sudden looks a little bit questionable. Yeah, that's true because McGee's um, been a little shaky. He can't get that slider working. It's been strange. He he goes out there and and if when his slider's working, McGee looks untouchable. But when it's not, he just He's all of a sudden giving up hits left and right, and the Strohs are down three nothing in the first inning. But you know they can score, so it doesn't matter. Um, the other LA team, uh, we had this as a stay away. They were ninety two and a half. Damn high. 
It was too damn high. 92 and a half. Uh, they're sitting at 51. They would need another 42 wins the rest of the way to get it. I mean, it's doable, but they got to play pretty well. They, you, you're also looking at a team that you have 51 wins at the all-star break and you're probably still nervous about your over. Yeah. That's why, that's why the bet wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, they've got to play 583 baseball down the stretch for that over to hit. And they played 567 baseball. It what's been considered a decent first start first half of the season. But the moral of the story is this other than St. Louis and Pittsburgh and the Royals, nobody has played 583 baseball anywhere in the majors this season. So if you have to be one of the top, they have to be one of the top five teams down the stretch, top four teams. They probably can. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's not good. something I want to have a whole lot of money riding on. Yeah. Which is why we had this as a stay away. So we're, we're, we were bang on with that one as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I mean, if you, if you bet the Dodgers over, you're probably liking it more than if you bet the under. Um, Jock Peterson. Does he have all-star numbers? I mean, he's an all-star, but like, I, like, I, I remember when he came in, he was, he was knocking the crap out of the ball. But after that first, like two or three weeks, it's been a lot of strikeouts. If I, I like, I, I might well, be, I might be wrong. Flash line, the average isn't what you want. No. He's hitting 230, but he's getting on base at a 364 clip. Yeah, that is good. 851. Uh, he's got 20 homers. Uh, which uh, 20 homers and 40 runs batted in, which is kind of weird. But yeah. he's, got, uh, he's got 20 homers and 366 plate appearances. And you put that together and his defense together, and all of a sudden for uh, wins above replacement for Jock Peterson, he's got 2.7, which is, is fine. Uh, nothing to complain about, but he's in the game. Yeah, all right. Well, and you know what? Brock Holt's there, and it's a dumb system that we have anyway, so I'm not going to go and do too much complaining about it. Um, I'm going to have this labeled as one of the few whoopsie teams that we had. Um, we were way off on this. Now, I will preface this by saying we did not have – I don't think we – I know I did, and I don't know if you did. I don't remember if you did. We did not have this as a playoff team. Miami. Miami. You did? Yep. Oh, sugar. I th I think I had the well, I just looked I just looked at the rest. I thought that the Mets would be awful. I thought that the Braves would be even worse than they are. And I thought the Phillies would be terrible. So yeah. I thought to myself, someone's gonna benefit from that. And it's gonna be I thought it'd be the Marlins. Um and obviously the Nationals. But um clearly the Mets are gonna be the second best team in that division, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, Miami's over. We we both did like the over. So one like the whoopsie will be that if we told you to bet on Miami, we told you to bet the over at 82 and a half. They're sitting at 38 wins right now, which is means they need a whopping 43 wins the rest of the way Let's to go. That, that's got to be close to like <laughs> like high. That's got to be close to like 560 baseball the rest of the uh, way. Be, uh, so they need how many wins the rest of the way, sorry? 43 in order to hit this over. Uh, With no Giancarlo Stanton for a bit still. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, can we get some looking stuff up music? Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, you know, the calculator, right? Uh, yeah. They got to play uh, 590 baseball. Right? Oh, my God. I was going to say that had to be close to 600. Oh, 590. So, oh, we're going to. 
that would make them the third best team in the league. Only three teams have played 600 baseball this season. That's for Kansas City and St. Louis. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take a bath on everything we said. I feel like, I, I feel like if, if we were playing blackjack right now, we would be surrendering on the main guys. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're, we're like I said, we're gonna, we're gonna take we a bath. Got, on. We have got a, uh, we have got a twelve against a dealer's ten, or sixteen against a dealer's ten. Excuse me. Yeah, is bad. We, um, sh- like we should have. I mean, it's weird to see because Matt Latos. I mean, he had a slow start, but he's been coming around. Uh, obviously, Stan's been hurt. They got Fernandez back, uh, or uh, or Jose, yeah, Jose Fernandez is back. They look like they might get stuff humming, but they're certainly not going to. They're not going to get humming that much. Yeah, they're not going to get humming that much. But Latos uh, is a guy that may not be there very much longer. That's true. Latos Lato, is is going to be one of the the guys they're talking about um, in trade talk. Uh, next team on the docket: the Milwaukee Brewers. They were sitting at 78 and a half. We had this as a stay away. I think I think you liked the under on Milwaukee. I did. I had this as a stay away. So um, if you listen to Craig, you're probably loving life right now because they were at 78 and a half. They're sitting at 38 wins. So they need 41 wins the rest of the way. For a team that, quite frankly, not that great. <laughs> so. No, it turns out they're bad. And no, they're very bad. Uh, five seventy baseball. If you want to win that bet. Yeah, I think there was. Yeah, from an awful, awful baseball team. I think there was a vig on this that I did, which is why I had this as a stay away because I think you had to pay the under, and I, I think it was like a minus one twenty five on the under. Right. And um, I remember you saying, "I don't care, I'm paying it." And <laughs> good on you. And if you listen to Craig, uh, again, good on you. There's uh, an argument that if if you if you don't consider the Phillies a major league team. Which I don't. You can put together a pretty nice argument. The Brewers are the, the 29th best team in the majors. Yeah. Like that... Gomez is obviously a nice player. Yes, very nice. But I, I mean the what argument there on this team. The argument would be them and the Rockies, right? Uh, yeah. The, I, the Rockies not... have a lot more young guys that you can kind of look forward to, plus Paul Goldschmidt and Miami Diamond is right. My yeah, uh, Diamondbacks maybe. Miami's right no, no, there. Like the Diamondbacks, I think, is what you meant to say as far as them having. The- oh, sorry, uh, Tulawitzki for for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, as far as worst roster, yeah, I think like there's no one in the American League that has a roster that bad. And like Colorado has Blackman too. Of which, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think Milwaukee. Fast guy. Milwaukee has the second worst roster. They're pretty good about saying that. Yeah, I mean, like. Would, would, would you consider Braun a league pass guy? Because, like, Blackman is a league pass guy to me. So uh, is Tulowitz. Like, Ryan Braun has 16 homers this year. Like, wasn't that, like, you know, like maybe he gets to 30 was great, but. Yeah, which is not great for him, though. No. Uh, um, so, yeah, I guess he wouldn't be, would he? He would not be a league pass guy. At no, least the way this season's it, gone. If you look at their best guys, um, just by the numbers. Like, no, like we talked about how is Jock Peterson maybe an all-star? Maybe, I don't know. Like, uh, he had a 2.7 wins above replacement. Adam Lind is sitting here at 2.8. He's their best guy. Adam Lind is their best guy. I think that kind of. Oh, my God. And I hate, oh, God, I am not an Adam Lind guy. But, yeah, I mean, he's had some. That's his best season in a while. He is, yeah. Um, Another team that uh, we're going to go ahead and take a bath on 
Uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I was all over the under for them. Yeah, 72 and a half. We both love the under. Uh, They're sitting at a heavy 49 wins. I don't know where this came from, but they only need uh, 33 the rest of the way. They're definitely going to get there. Um, they're playing well enough ball. They just called up Sano, who is absolutely destroying the baseball. He's a league pass guy. Speaking of league pass guys. Yeah, he's, he's a guy that you turn you, you turn to that channel when he's on. Yeah, my God. Um, I believe you picked him up in the fantasy league, so you've been – Yeah, uh, you're pretty good about that. Nice. Ah, I, just could. I think I had an opportunity to. I'm fairly certain I'd be kicked out of the league, though, if I had Correa and uh, Sano. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, how's Minnesota doing this? <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, Joe Maurer has certainly turned the clock back a little bit. Yeah, he's been okay. Um, Trevor Plouffe's been really good. Plouffe has been uh, fantastic. Dozier has been very, very good. Yeah, Dozier's obviously an all-star. Perkins, again, like, how does he keep doing this? He's going to have another, like, 40-plus save season. Might get to 50. The way yeah, he uh, that, that's obviously a stat of, of circumstance. He's been very effective when he's been in there. Yeah. Um, uh, Dozier, like I said, has been very, very good. Um, the, uh, here's the crazy thing about that, though. Dozier and Ploop, I mentioned, as being good players. And and Torrey Hunter has been fine. But mm-hmm. they're the only three guys on the roster with an OPS plus above 100. Everyone else is right in around the league average zone, or in the case of Kurt Suzuki, absolutely terrible. Uh, Danny Santana has been absolutely awful as well. Um, so... Yeah, they've brought up some reinforcements, like Sano has come in and he's been really good. Uh, his OPS Plus, uh, obviously tiny, tiny sample size here with uh, 45 plate appearances, but his OPS Plus is uh, is 209 for some reason. Um, so we'll see if they can keep that up. But uh, the the simple answer to this is they've had really good starting pitching. Kyle Gibson has been very, very good. Oh, uh, Tommy Malone has been just awesome for the Twins. Yeah, he was one of the guys, I remember on the pod, we were talking about Malone could be one of the guys to watch out for, especially in fantasy. Like, he was one of our sleepers. Has unsurprisingly been just an absolute disaster. Yeah. uh, He's only started 78. So, other than him, everyone in the pit, in in that front end of the bullpen's been good. Glenn Perkins, you mentioned him already. He's sitting here with an ERA of uh, 121. So, (laughs) Uh, yeah, he's been really, really good too. So they've just had a, a nice bullpen. The starters have been doing just enough to get it done. They score runs when they need to. I think that some of that might be luck that might run out a little bit on them, but uh, for now it's, it's working fine. And one would think that they've done enough in the first half to uh, certainly qualify to hit that over. Well, that brings me to my next question. I'm going to put you on the spot. Craig Needles, when we have the one-game playoff for the American League, Will the Minnesota Twins be one of the two participants in that game? Huh. No. No? No. It'll be... It'll be the... One of the... It'll be the Astros. And someone from the American League East. But I don't know who. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. Um... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I'm going to agree with you. I think the Astros are going to get there. And Actually, what about the Detroit Tigers? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's going to be the Astros. Behind Minnesota right now. But I yeah. feel like Detroit's due to to bounce back a little bit. And Minnesota's due to, to have a little bit of a decline. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I think I think um, my pick as of, uh, what's today, June 17th or July 17th, I am going to say um, the American League uh, wildcard game will be the Tigers and the Astros. Um, the Nye Mets, everybody's favorite squadron. Uh, we love the over at 81 and a half. Uh, we were getting it at plus 125. I don't understand why I didn't have this as one of my Silver Star specials. Um, 47 wins. They need 35 the rest of the way. And even with all of their pitchers going into the lineup, guys going down, guys coming up, uh, talks of six-man rotations. They ran a six-man rotation for a week and a bit. When it's all said and done, the nine Mets have been right there and are a game back of the wild card. Uh, yeah. Really, really love having them on the over at 81 and a half on a couple of my tickets. Yeah, I um, I, I was kind of a less of a believer in them than you were. Um, I, I just loved all I, their I, I, they, they, yeah. they pitch very well, but they just, they, no one on the team is good. Um, that's true. I just remember looking at all, all those names and just going, my God, the pitchers. <laughs> and, yeah, and there was obviously guys coming to Matt's and yeah. the yard, obviously. So, yeah. Uh, and, it, and it was 81 and a half. And I'm like, they can. I, was, I just remember going, the Mets can play above 500 ball. That was, and that was that was as far as I thought it through, I think. And I liked the plus 125. So I was like, I'm going to take that. And I'm glad uh, I did. OPS plus is on the Mets. Uh, we were reading it for the Twins. Uh, Granderson. Uh, Daniel Murphy and Lucas Duda uh, all have good OPS plus. Yeah, Granderson's uh, having a hell of a year. I'll say yeah. that he's, he's been good. He, yeah. been well, they ha- they hired his the hitting coach that they like when he had all of his uh, um, glory years with the Yankees. Uh, they had I can't remember his name, but they had the hitting coach, and the Mets hired that hitting coach at the beginning of the season, and that was one of the things people were like, "Could Granderson?" Turn it around again, and so far, it, it, you would say yes. Uh, yeah, he, he look, he's been an above average major leaguer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but but no one has an OPS plus on the roster above Lucas Duda's one sixteen. So you're wondering, well, how are they getting it done? Then you look over, and and not only that, but you look, and there are some guys that are just absolutely horrendous. Uh, you know, Kadir has been terrible. It's just a bad, bad, bad signing. Everyone knew it at the start, but bad signing. Uh, a bunch of guys just have not been particularly good. Um, and then you scroll down to you look, think about their pitching, and you've got Jacob deGrom with his uh, ERA around 2.14. Uh, Matt Harvey has been great. Bartolo Colon has been a little below average, but he's 42, so you can live with it. John Neese has been fine. Syndergaard has been very, very, very good. Um, and then you look at... Um, Matt's in his limited innings, uh, he's only two games, so obviously tiny, tiny sample size, but he's got an ERA of 1.32. So they have some pitching uh, some pitching to look forward to in the second half that might keep them in enough games. They should be fine. Yeah, pitching, pitching, pitching. Speaking of great pitchers, the New York Yankees. <laughs> oh, my God. How are they doing this? How are they doing this? It's just uh, – Somehow they always do. Uh, well, yeah. Like Alex Rodriguez, like there's no way he's back on anything. But I no. think at the very least, this this season shows us. Oh wait a minute, he can be in his 40s and still be a very good major league hitter. Maybe he was going to be super awesome whether he had the juice or not. I'm 
unfortunately, yeah. no one's ever going to know the answer to that. But that's, that's yeah, unfortunately, we 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 shall Matt never. Gardner has been just super great. Uh, Teixeira has been on fire over the last Teixeira, month too. Teixeira has been good all season. Yeah, but over the last month Teixeira, particularly, the average been, isn't there. The average isn't there for Teixeira. Never has been. Though. Getting on base at a 350 clip, and he's yes. 526. Uh, he's got 22 homers, 62 runs driven in. And when he hits it, it goes over the fence. Yeah, Gardner um, doing very well as well, like I was saying before. Uh, he, he's been their best guy, I think, so far this year. Um, so, yeah. Been and, and the pitching's been like, – yeah, uh, Awful's a strong word. Awful's yeah, awful's a strong, strong word. word. The starting pitching, so-so. The back end of the bullpen has been nails. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd be really excited if I owned uh, Patances and Miller in fantasy, let me tell you. Um Say for a couple of Girardi overmanaging moments, bringing them in, in in weird situations. But like, you've got Batantis going out there, who I think has given up something like four earned runs all year. Ryan or Andrew Miller's given up, I think four five. earned runs all year, four or five all year. Yeah. And ah, uh, my God, yeah. It, it, it again, strong bullpens are are getting it done in the American League over apparently over the last couple of years. That's been the trend. Uh the Yankees. Yeah, I do it. The Yankees were at 81 and a half. Uh, they're sitting at 48 wins. They need 32 the rest of the way. So they're going to hit that. We had that as a stay away. I don't think we like the VIG. And, uh, I, I would have gone with the under if I was going with one. I would have been wrong. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you there, too. There's no way I would have said the over. But it was a stay away. I think I had it as a stay away because I, I did remember writing that I thought that this was going to be the ultimate boom or bust team. Because I had no idea what some of their hitters were going to do. Like, I remember thinking, what the hell is A-Rod going to do this year? What the hell is uh, CC Sabathia going to do this year? What the hell is uh, Masato Tanaka going to do this year? Um, they yeah. added Andrew Miller. They, they didn't know who their closer was. Like, they, like this was a team that didn't know whether they were going to have Miller or Batantis closing until the very first day of the season. Right. And um, they've been great. Um, yeah. Nothing wrong with what they've done. Uh, and that's how they're going to have to keep winning games. It's just hope to have a lead. Because, uh, like, Sabathia has been just a, a disaster. Yeah. Uh, Evaldi, whatever. Uh, Adam Warren has been has given them some decent innings. Uh, yeah. He's given yep. them some decent innings. Tanaka. Pineda's been inconsistent, but he's given them some good innings. Uh, Tanaka, when he's been out there, has been okay. Uh, the bullpen is worth that. Yeah. Um, here's a team that we might have to give a big old whoops next to for you and me. Uh, the Oakland Athletics. Um, 81 and a half. We both love the over. They're sitting at 41 wins right now. They'd need another 41 the rest of the way in order to yeah, eclipse. Happening. Yeah, they'd have to go 41 and 30 the rest of the way in order to no. get there. They've been a team that's pretty unlucky with the run differential. Yes. They, I mean, they're probably not going to get there, so we're going to have to go ahead and apologize if you took the Oakland over at our uh, behest. But what we would say is that <laughs> this this has been the most unlucky team in all of baseball so far. Uh, well, I think that um, the Toronto Blue Jays could challenge that just based on the numbers. Yeah, well, Oakland's... Uh, Oakland's bad luck isn't usually caused by their own ineptitude a lot of the time, I would say. Uh, but that definitely is an argument. Um, less 
shoot or foot shooting, I would say, with the Oakland Athletics than with the Toronto Blue Jays. But uh, certainly one of the most unlucky teams. And maybe it swings back the other way. And uh, Oakland is a team that has had some historic uh, winning streaks in the past. And, yeah. I don't think they'll be able to get in the playoffs, obviously, but maybe they come back. We'll, uh, no, but maybe they can. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, maybe they come back and get to 82 wins and hit the over. But, now, uh, that said, I, I would be very surprised if Zobrist is there very much longer. True. Yeah. I, uh, there's some other and, guys maybe shit there, too. Yeah, and Billy Bean is uh, certainly a guy who oh, – he's, he's a guy that you're, you're, you're either going for it or you're selling. He's not a guy who's going to sit in the middle. Yeah, exactly. So he, you, you might just see yeah, the – four or five people leave Oakland at the end of the season. Um, <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Somehow worse than we thought they'd be. Yeah. <laughs> the over under. I never thought in honestly, I never thought I would see a number this low for over under. They were at 67 and a half and we recommended the under, but <laughs> we were just like, that's so few baseball games. And somehow they're worse than they thought they have 29 wins. Like, my God, they need 39 wins the rest of the way in order to hit the... And you just think to yourself, there's no way they're going to get it. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. They'd have to win nearly double the amount of games that they've already won in and, the back and, half of the season. So if you have the under... like, And the team's going to get worse. Like, Pavelbon's going to be gone. Yeah. And, too. Like, I, I, I... You never want to use the word lock when you're gambling because bad things happen when you use the word lock, but this under is a lock. Like this is smooth. Jimmy's lock of the week right here. It's smooth. Craig's shoe in of the week. Oh my God. This is ridiculous. Like I can't even really like, like they should be required to go down and play, uh, play in like the freaking triple A league for a year because of, because of what they put out on the field this year, honestly. And that's with uh, Franco who is against all odds for this team. He's a league pass guy. Like he's absolutely like an MLB extra innings guy. Like when, when Mikel Franco comes up, like. Yeah. He's wanna, at least interesting. Yeah. He's at least, int- you at least want to watch that guy take at bat. So but well, that's the, to the rest of the Phillies, he's extremely interesting. Yeah. Oh my God. But just, like it's ridiculous like uh, i was thinking about this take papelbon out of the equation would you want to own anyone other than franco on the phillies in fantasy um like he like would you want to own hamels though because like hamels has been hurt you got an era plus of 105 yeah, you're not you're not going to Hamels to get wins because the team is junk. But that's true. But yeah, he's, he's going to give you above league average innings. So outside of Cole, so okay, we'll take uh, we'll ask the same question, but we'll take Franco, Pavelbon, and Hamels off the off the board. Off the board. Even if you were in an NL only league, I don't see anyone else that you would want to have on your roster. That's ridiculous. That is absolutely. Oh, maybe, maybe Ben Revere. He's got 21 steals. That's true. Okay. Well, but we'll give you we'll give you Ben Revere. Other but, than that, no, everyone's terrible. And for one category, and he's probably killing everything else while he's getting uh, those he's, steals. He's hitting, he's hitting 297. He doesn't. All right. So yeah, he's helping. Provides zero power, but whatever. Oh my god! Like this is I. Like they couldn't have made this. They like they like they made it 67 and a half. I was shocked when it said 67 and a half, and they're probably gonna. 
like not come close. Not come close. Philadelphia seventy like, sixers aren't the worst team in Philadelphia. Oh my god, this is an insane. What this is so insane. This what is ridiculous. What uh, hey, you got Chip Kelly though, and and whatever the hell he's doing there, Philadelphia. You got you got uh, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow will probably be running red zone plays for you this year. So you got that going if you're if you're a fan of Philadelphia sports. Like honestly, this team might like they might win 57 games and come 10 games under a 67 and a half projection. That is absolutely ludicrous. A team that is easily going to hit the over. Uh, a team that is one of your favorites and mine, the Pittsburgh Pirates. 84 and a half. They're sitting at 53 wins. They need 32 wins the rest of the way. It's happening. It's happening. If you took the over like we suggested, you're loving it. Um, nothing else to say about this team other than uh, Garrett Cole's making the leap and Andrew McCutcheon, despite having personally hurt my feelings by cutting off the dreadlocks, is still my favorite player in all of baseball. Um, my favorite league pass guy, every time he comes up and I get a beep on my phone that McCutcheon's at bat, I immediately flick it on. Love him. Love this team. Love the uniforms. Love when they put on the old school uniforms. Love that I have the over. Hope they go deep in the playoffs. I really want a we, – we have to have a Cardinals-Pirates seven-game series. Yeah, or, or yeah at least I would at, want to see that too. At the very least, a five-game series. Like like this uh, – we got to have that. I can't have the Pirates losing in uh, – A one-game playoff. The one-game playoff. We, we like I'm, I'm imploring the baseball gods – at the very least, I don't care what you do after that, but give us Pirates Cardinals in the playoffs. Um, yeah, one would hope that would happen. Anything to add on the Pirates? Nope, just they're great. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Uh, San Diego Padres. Um, I can't remember. Did you love the Padres or not? I had them as a stand. No, I, I, I thought they would be a I, – I considered them to be a playoff team and then changed my mind to the Giants, but – yeah, they were kind of a team that was on the periphery. They made a couple of nice moves that in the offseason that had people wondering. But it's just it's just not working out, and I think they're going to have to tear the whole thing down. Uh, yeah. Black's already been fired. Like, here's the thing. They, they went out and got good players. That's fine. But they obviously just didn't fit together as a roster, and that's what we got what we got. Yeah. Um, they're sitting at 84 and a half. Uh, or they were in 84 and a half. I had them marked as a stay away. They're sitting at 41 wins right now. So if you bet on the Padres, you're probably loving the under right now because they're going to need to go 40. They're going to need 44 wins the rest of the way in order to get there. Probably not going to happen. Not the sort of team that guts it out and plays above 500 ball the rest of the way. And like you said, it's a total teardown. Uh, We didn't mention this earlier when the Reds, uh, we were talking about the Reds, but have you heard the rumors that uh, Barry Larkin's, apparently in line to become their manager no yeah. that feels like may not be the best way to go about things but sure yeah <laughs> i was thinking about that too oh god um san francisco giants the defending world series champions uh we had the over they're at 46 wins the over was 83 and a half they only need uh, 37 the rest of the way. Yeah, 37 the rest of the way to get there. They're probably going to get there. Uh, just doing the damn thing again for the San Francisco Giants. Um, I believe I had them as a playoff team. Did you have them as a playoff team? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to get there. Well, we'll see. They'd be the uh, – because, like – They're not they're passing what? the Dodgers, so. No, they're not passing the Dodgers. 
Um, that's not happening. But I think they can get in that wild card game, and they got in the wild card game last year. That's basically the entire National League. The job in the National League is to try to make sure that the Giants don't get in that one game right. playoff. No one has any interest in playing them in October, so just take care of it now. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they're I think going to have a hard. You know what? Here's the thing: that like they could obviously easily pass the Cubs. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be them and the Cubs will have a real nice race down the stretch. I think Pittsburgh, the St. Louis, and the Dodgers are getting in. I think the Mets fall back. Washington easily wins the East. Yeah. And, and one of the Cubs or Giants. And that'll be Pittsburgh, good. it's kind of – maybe not. Maybe St. Louis falls a little bit. But, I mean, it's looking like Pittsburgh is going to be a lock to play in that one-game playoff. Yeah, and, only two, Pittsburgh's only two and a half back. But I would suggest that it's unlikely, like, just based on the roster. Yeah, and it's probably going to be them and Frisco again, which is – Going to be annoying That's for pretty me. pretty unfair. Yeah, it's pretty unfair, and I would love to see the Pirates go. Man, I don't know. May, well, maybe Frisco chokes just just once, just once for the rest of us, so that we can see the lovable Pirates uh, play a few more. Um, the Star Spangled Whoops of the year for me. Anyway, I don't know if you shared my feelings about the Seattle Mariners, but I love this team. On paper, I loved everything about them. I suggested betting the over on everything. I love their uh, World Series numbers. I love their winning the division numbers. I love their winning the American League and get to the World Series numbers. I loved all of their overs. Now, one of the overs I loved was uh, Nelson Cruz uh, over under 23 and a half home runs. And one would think he's going to hit two or three more home runs the rest of the way. So if you took that one, you're looking good. But other than that, uh, Seattle Mariners, I had them as my World Series team for representing the American League in the World Series. 86 and a half. I love the over. They're sitting at 41. They're going to need to win 45, sorry, 46 the rest of the way in order to get there. That's got to be, what, 600 ball the yeah. rest of the way? Yeah, so, some sort of absurd number like that that I wouldn't count on them doing. Yeah, and I I can't believe even with like all the power like with the with the half that uh, Nelson Cruz like if you'd have to, if you'd have given me now I hate playing this game the the you know if you'd have told me game but if you'd have given me the number of home runs and the slash line that Nelson Cruz has back on you know April third or whatever I've been like well I'm right there and I am not and I apologize to anyone who listened to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, for everything on the Seattle Mariners, that's uh, that's my bad. Uh, just I, I mean Robbie Cano just disappeared there. I mean he's coming along. I mean he's he's been coming on over the last couple of weeks, but that first like three months was just abysmal as far as he goes. Uh, apparently he's sick though. Um, he, he's claiming he's he's got some sort of illness that's been causing him to lose weight and whatever it is, it's not bad enough that he's not able to play but he's not 100 percent. he says and you know i'm inclined to believe him based on what the numbers uh yeah because uh, like obviously you expect some to climb but not this quickly with a guy of his calibers no um pitching hasn't been great other than hernandez well it's weird because uh Ta- taiwan walker was abysmal and now he looks like he, he, might, he looked awful looked and now he's amazing. a Cy young guy Last two starts, he's been not good, but yeah, it, he had a nice little run there. It's been very much a roller coaster ride with with Taiwan Walker. Um, 
who knows how it's going to go the rest of the way, but they're definitely not going to hit the or barring some sort of, uh, 2001 Oakland type run. Uh, yeah. So like I said, I apologize if you listen to Matt Pierce and any sort of Seattle Mariners bet. Um, the last of my five star bets. This was one of my, uh, five team teasers, not my big three, but it was one of my big five, uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, over on 88 and a half wins, they've got 56. They need 33 wins the rest of the way, and they are going to get there and probably win the Central. What say you? I would agree that uh, it's just a matter of time before that over hits. So. Yeah. Uh, but just, you know, great pitching, smart front office that does the right smart things. Sometimes they break into the Houston Astros system, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, that's what a hilarious story that was. And the fact that, because like everybody hates the Cardinals so much. Well, they don't hate the franchise, they hate the smug fan base that they have. Right. For that story to come down against a team that's been like one of the most like forlorn teams over the last decade. And then now they're turning it around and becoming one of the more lovable franchises for it to be against the Cardinals. Uh, just what a fantastic week and a half that was when that story came out. Oh, fun times for everybody. Oh, um, yeah, they're just, um, they just keep on doing their thing. They got our yeah. first base. I think that they'll be able to do that relatively easily. Yeah, they're just chugging along. I like, I, I, I think Mesh Moreland's going to be on St. Louis before oh. the end. That's, that's a move that could be made. That's, that's a trade that makes a lot of sense for both teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, loving the over. So to recap, my five big stars, just to, uh, we got four teams left. I'm just going to recap my five big, big ones were the Cubs, the White Sox, the Reds, the Royals, and the Cardinals. And if you listen to me on those, you might be making a little money here. I'm just saying. <laughs> Those were, my, those were my five big bets that I told everybody. So if you did that and you, you ignored anything I said about Seattle, you're probably, you should probably send me a thank you letter. Um, Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, we're probably going to be wrong on this one. We had the under. We didn't suggest betting it, but uh, we said if, we, if you did, take the under. 46 wins they've got right now. The over-under was 40, sorry, 78 and a half. So yeah. they need 30, 33 wins the rest of the way. They're probably going to get there. And I didn't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd be thrilled about having the under. You, you, in the over, you would not be thrilled? Or the under? For the over. I just I just have a feeling that things are about to go bad with that. Might be. I don't know. Pitching, 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 though, man. It's been like Archer. We knew he was going to be great. I, didn't, I, I knew Archer was going to have a good year. I didn't think he was going to be this good. It's been phenomenal. And this is a rotation that lost Drew Smiley. Like, they could have Drew Smiley and Alex Cobb in this rotation yeah. right now. It's ridiculous. Like, they lost their two – well, we also advised <laughs> – in our last pod, we advised people in fantasy leagues not to take Alex Cobb. And uh, if you didn't listen to us, shame on you because just don't trust forearm tightness. Yeah. Uh, they lost Drew Smiley. They might be getting him back, but it's one of those, like, shoulder injuries where you're like – yeah, he could come back and immediately go back to the DL after a start or two. And, yeah, they've just been getting it done with pitching. But, if you man, that lineup is so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, like Sousa Jr. has been a lot of fun to watch, but he's still only hitting, like, 230, isn't he? 
Yeah, he's he's okay. I think that they're gonna wind up think that they made a mistake there. They could have got Turner instead of him. Yeah, and they like Sousa, but whatever. Um, and uh, Kiermaier has been playing. Kiermaier, I believe, is one of the leaders in defensive run saves. Yeah, he's, I believe he's in first in defensive run saves. He's in great. Um, yeah. yeah, it just uh, there isn't enough runs there. Uh, people not named Evan Longoria just haven't been good enough. Yeah, I mean this this is a team that um, they're they're going to be the number one candidate for that uh, word like the, the the most overused word in sports right now regression. Um, I think they're going to be the number one regression team uh, in the second half, or at least the numbers would suggest that they're going to regress a little bit. But uh, everyone in the in the East is so clunky that could be anybody. Could be anybody. Um, Texas Rangers, bit of a surprise. Uh, we both love the under at seventy six and a half for them. They're sitting at forty two, so they're going to need thirty five wins the rest of the way. Sure. Could happen. Could not um, happen. Yeah, I, I'm. I think that it's, it's a decent Texas team. I kind of like it. Um, Mitch Moreland has obviously been the the. Uh, and Prince Fielder returning to being Prince Fielder. Yeah, he's he's having a nice comeback. So he's going to win. I don't know. Does the America does uh, MLB have that comeback player of the year award? Are they are they one of the? Do they have any kind of comeback player of the year type award in baseball? I'm not sure if they do. The point is, it would be Prince Fielder if it uh, if if it was him. Uh, at 76 and a half, kind of, I don't know, could go either way. I'm glad I stayed away from this one. Yeah, it's not particularly good. Uh, so we'll skip one team. We'll go to Washington. Yeah, we'll do Washington quick. Then we should do the Jays quick and then have a Jays pocket by the time we're hitting into 116 here. That's um, true. Yeah, Washington has been as good as advertised. Scherzer has been even better than advertised. They're very good. That's their deal. If there's justice, we'll see them play the Dodgers uh, in the at some point. Oh, okay. LCS. Because I think that I think that both these teams, like the, the the records don't say it, but I think they have better rosters than St. Louis and. Uh, yeah, the dream, the dream, the 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 dream NLDS for me is uh, Washington is Nationals, Dodgers, Cardinals, Pirates. That's the that's the dream dream scenario for me. Right. Uh, Washington was at ninety three and a half. And they're at yeah, 48, 48 wins, so they still need to get there. They still need forty three wins the rest for the rest of the way if you want to cash in on them. Sorry, forty four wins if you want to. Yeah. I don't cash think they're going to get there. Uh, I think that they're going to get to a situation with the Mets falling back a little bit. Yeah. A situation where they get into September and they're like, oh, we don't have to win any of our games, and then it's yeah. just uh, just too high. We this is a stay away. We said to bet the over if you're going to take it, and I, I actually haven't even been doing my math properly. They need 46 wins the rest of the way in order to hit that. So that's pretty brutal. So if you took the Washington over, you're probably not loving it, but they're still going to make the playoffs. They're still going to win the division, and they're still going to be a threat. Last but certainly not least, your Toronto Blue Jays. 82 and a half wins. We said take the over. They're probably going to hit the over. They're at 45 right now. So that's... They have to play like three games above 500 the rest of the Yeah, time. that's 38, 38 wins if you want to... The rest of the way, if you want to get the over. We said take the over. If they get there, that'll be 83 wins. My follow-up question to you is 83 wins enough to win the American League East? Probably not. Um, 
some like I mean a couple teams finish above five hundred. I think that you could easily talk about winning the AL East at like eighty six or eighty seven wins though. Yeah. Which they could easily get to. Yeah, they can, if, I mean if, if even a slight improvement with the pitching, they easily get there. Yeah, I should say we're probably gonna slip into fan mode for this next ten to fifteen minutes here. But this team cannot stop shooting itself in the foot. Like they, 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 they just can't. Like, I mean, and everyone's gang piling up on. Like, every, every week there's, it seems like there's a different scapegoat, whether it's Drew Hutchinson, whether it's Jose Reyes, whether it's people writing columns where they can't use Chris Colabello without his name being mentioned within, without Babbitt being mentioned yeah. within the uh, next Obviously, the, the entire bullpen went through a, a scapegoat lead as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just think that they're, like, I think they're due for another one of those ones where everything comes together for a little while and they go another hot streak. We'll see. Like I, I don't know if they're going to get in. I think that I think they have the best roster in the American League East, though. I genuinely do believe that, even before yeah. the pitcher. You're certainly looking. They've got the best player in the American League East. Yeah. They've the the bullpen is or not the bullpen. The rotation's been so bad. I mean, their ace is Mark Burley right now. For yeah. God's sake, Burley's been fine. And oh, Bur- we're at a point where. The Toronto Blue Jays might have to beg Burley not to retire this offseason. Yeah, I'd, I'd be more than willing to go to his house and yeah. try to be very, very nice to him and say, please, please, please play baseball again. Uh, yeah, ERA plus of 116. Yeah, he's been fantastic. The only and other person on the clo- on the staff as close is uh, the injured Aaron Sanchez. Yeah, and he, are they getting him back soon? Like I, I he's, he's had been out for a couple of rehab starts. He's looked okay, so... Because the spot starters, it's been the same thing every time. The spot starter comes out and gets a win and then gets shelled in the first two innings of their yeah. second start. Happened with Dubron, happened with Boyd, happened with uh, Scott Copeland. Scott Copeland. Yeah. Uh, I just, man. Yeah, the list of guys who have started games for the Blue Jays this year, like there's uh, a few funny names. Todd like. Redmond has started a game as well. So I think they've got 10 guys deep as far as the number of guys who started. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't even include the guy they had planned on having uh, Marcus Stroman start some games. Obviously, it didn't work out that way. So we yeah. can do a little bit more of a deep dive on the Jays later. But the moral of the story is, yeah. if you have the over, I'm still pretty comfortable with it. Yeah, um, that's the thing, though. Like the thing, like just one more question on the Jays, and then and then sure. we'll call it a pod. Um, let's just do trade talk because I'm just wondering if. Because the thing last year that helped stop the Jays from getting making a trade last year was Brett Laurie was injured and Anthopolis kind of stood stood pat. I mean, he made the little Danny Valencia. I think that there's also the the dollars and cents that was part of it too. Yeah, last year there was the dollars and cents, but he also kind of hung his hat on when we get Brett Laurie back, we'll get Hummin again, which unfortunately never happened. And this year, I wonder. I think he's going to be under a lot more pressure to make a trade this year because if they don't make the playoffs, the way Donaldson and the other guys have played. They're probably going to fire him in the offseason. I don't necessarily agree with that, but people will be calling for somebody to. I think that here's the justification for those follows top 10 payroll three years in a row. And if they're not relevant in September, they'll be irrelevant in September three years in a row. Yeah. I don't think, like, I understand that the system it looks good and, and, like, the risks have been reasonably good ones. But if you're going to fire him, that's the justification. Yeah. Um, is there a trade that he can make? I mean, like, uh, they're, they're, they're one of the Cueto teams. One starter and one bullpen guy, and they're good. 
Uh, yeah, so they, they need two get, arms is the thing, which is... Yeah, they get go get Quato. Like, I don't think there's any sort of situation where they get Quato and Chapman. I think that's a little bit crazy. No. Uh, I think that you can go... If, like, maybe go get Scott Casimir and Tyler Clipper from Oakland. Whatever it happens to be, I think that they're not far from being good. You just need to add a couple arms. Yeah, and Casimir's been one of those guys who I think he's been... Because he's come out of two games. Uh... And this just, it might be conspiracy, Matt. This is, well, it's not, it might be, it is conspiracy, Matt, talking about, he's come out of two games this year in like the third inning where he's been complaining about shoulder problems and then he doesn't miss a start. And he always does it when the Scott Casimir trade talk is heating up. So I'm wondering if he's been kind of faking shoulder injuries to try to stay in Oakland because maybe he just, maybe he just loves it there. And he's like, I don't want to leave this place. I don't care if we're, like dead last right now yeah, i love it here yeah yeah, uh, yeah i don't know uh maybe he does like it there uh but yeah it's certainly uh i would love to see scott casimir in oakland uh i think he's going to be one of the big him and coito i think are going to be the two yeah, pitchers yeah. that are the, are going to move most significantly at the deadline i hope the yeah, jays smart get is probably going to get traded yeah smart is out there and boy did he put on a, a, a yeah if, if, if he wanted to impress the blue jays he certainly he, did it. yeah he certainly did <laughs> a couple of days ago with that complete game shutout that he had um well all right last question are the toronto blue jays gonna when 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 the fall classic starts, not the fall classic, but when the playoffs start, are the Toronto Blue Jays going to be there? Craig Nadels. Right now on July 13th. Here's what I would say. If I had to, if, if someone said to me, you have to bet on one of the teams, the American League East right now, and you're getting even odds on everyone. Yeah. I'd want that roster. Yeah. Man. Like, and no one other than, it's so weird because the Yankees, it's like mediocre lineup, probably below average pitching, fantastic bullpen. Tampa's terrible lineup, terrible lineup, fantastic pitching. Baltimore, kind of mediocre. Well, actually, you know what? Their starters have been terrible, right. but their lineup's really good. Right. The Jays, same thing. Lineup's really good, but starters have been terrible, and the bullpen had a stretch there where they were abysmal. And the Red How Sox. extra wins would the Jays have if they had a Darren O'Day? awesome all year they probably have two three extra wins yeah and O'Day's doing that thing again where he's got like six or seven wins already and in, in yeah as a reliever because he just does his thing uh did you know uh well uh did you know that uh Manny Ramirez might not Manny Ramirez sorry Hanley Ramirez might become the first player to have above average hitting numbers and still finish with a minus war really yeah. Not bad on defense, eh? Yeah, he might be he might be able like he is on his way to setting it. Well, think of it this way. He was so he's so bad in left field, Craig, that they have played David Ortiz at first base for a few games this year. Um, yeah. So they can DH Hanley. So they can DH Hanley because he has been that abysmal in left field. And he's field. got like Manny Ramirez played left field in that ballpark for years and like wasn't great, but he could at least make it work and yeah. Ramirez can't. <sighs> Um, Hanley Ramirez is an OPS plus of 123. Yeah. Oh my! I can I can already tell where this is going as I scroll down as far as what his WAR total is going to be. He might fit uh, like he has an yeah. OPS plus of 123 and is okay. His WAR is 1.7. Uh, his D WAR is a solid negative 
2.1. So yeah. that's essentially a way of telling you that Hanley Ramirez is as bad on defense as Kevin Pillar is good. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Right. And on that note, I think we're going to call it. Um, I, I don't know when we're going to get you back on. we got a lot of comic book stuff coming up because uh, we hey, just deadline. Had- We'll do a trade deadline review. Yeah, probably trade deadline. Like, I know we're going to be talking next week. Uh, Kevin's going to be coming back on because we're going to talk about all the crap that happened at uh, Comic-Con this weekend. Because, oh, my God, I don't know if you saw that Batman Superman trailer. That made me wet in my pants. And uh, the Ant-Man movie's coming out this week. So Kevin and I are going to probably try to go see this. And then we'll break that down. And we'll break down everything that we had on comic-con which is a lot of stuff because the suicide squad also debuted and we had all that lovely lovely star wars stuff so craig needles once again thanks for doing this buddy yeah no problem talk to you too. Gra- grass on the story <laughs>